When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a very special episode because I've been begging Remy to bring in her old diaries yeah. since we started. <laughs> and finally, she is gracing us with an old diary entry. I have no idea what she's about to share, but... Um, yeah, we were going to do one that was a little more intense, but today is Thanksgiving and it's already kind of intense of a day for some people. For some people, it's like the most wonderful day ever. Right. If that's you, woohoo. If it's not, it's Okay. Um, but we're not going to try and do anything that exacerbates it if it's if it's a tough time. We're going to dip our toes in Remy's old diary entries. Yeah, just a little dip. Just a little dip. And then we also have a Dear DST for you guys. Remy, would you like to share your diary entry? Once again, I have no idea what you're about to share. Also, yeah. You need to start it off with what year is this? Um, Give us a scope. You know, what season is it? Where are you in your life? It is Monday, May 18th, 2009. I am in college. I am going to replace the person in this story's name with June. Doris. Okay. Sure. Or June. (laughs) If it's May, we'll call her June. Sure. And just know it is an older female figure in my life. So June and I went to Canyon Ranch for five days and I left at a trigger warning whopping 128 pounds. Oh, my God. (laughs) I got pretty in shape. We climbed the tallest mountain in Massachusetts and that was cool. I'm really trying to make this a lifestyle change. I realized June's quote unquote natural thinness is the result of a carefully calculated, totally controlled diet and constant movement. Oh, and lying about her intake. Example, a breakfast with me present is a banana. A breakfast without me present is, quote unquote, pancakes and two waffles with hash browns and an omelet and six types of cheese, a horse, three barrels of cream and a tub of margarine. A horse? (laughs) I'm dying. (laughs) 
<laughs> Obviously, I got a little carried away there, but I'm sorry. If the first time we hiked, she ate a mere apple, then I'm not buying two cookies and a brownie when I'm not there. And she gets so angry when I call her out on this bullshit. It's ridiculous. Why lie in the first place? I think she likes me being fat because then she can be the thin fit one. Spending the week with her was a lot of work. Wow. Okay. So first of all, um, I want to applaud your narrative flow. <laughs> I mean, I, like you should see my journal entries. They are not even English. That was like, that could be published in um, Scholastic, you know? I mean, I'm in college, so it's got to be good. Yeah, but nobody else is seeing them. But is it like, did you write like that in case somebody might see it? Like they'd be like, okay, well, Remy's a good writer. No, no. <laughs> but there was one of my old diaries that I like blocked out a bunch of stuff, like my grades that I got on midterms and stuff in case anybody found them in oh, camp. Right. That stuff is confidential. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but not my deepest, darkest feelings. Just my, just the fact that I got a C plus in biology. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a secret. But my crippling anxiety and... um. And even my weight is not. Oh, wait, this part too. There's a little footnote at the bottom. Oh. I will try to steer clear of all starches for the next two weeks in order to get less fat in bubble letters and more hot with little bing, bing, bing around it. And the it. hot is bolded, by the way. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, go. <laughs> I love the ramp up. One, two, three, go, go. No starches. It's all in all caps too. Um, for those listening, um, this is amazing. Okay. I am very sorry for <laughs> that this whole thing happened, but I can relate so hard to being with somebody, maybe, you know, somebody who's important in your life mm -hmm. and having the feeling that like, oh, they've actually been portraying themselves the way that they want to be seen mm -hmm. to me. Because that whole part about like in front of you, breakfast is a banana. Yeah. But if she was just telling you what, what she had for breakfast, it was like, oh, I had pancakes and an omelet and toast. And, and the horse. And the horse. Yeah. That is something that has always, always bothered me to no end mm -hmm. is like the dishonesty and the um, like... I noticed this with women in my family that like we'd always talk about how much we like to eat, but mm -hmm. I was actually the only one who was doing, doing the, the eating. eating. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else was just basically eating with their eyes mm -hmm. and talking about how much they like to eat, but yeah. not actually doing the eating. This reminded me too of like in high school or even college too, where people would go, oh, I didn't study last night. But they did. They did. And they studied so much. But like, there is something embarrassing in trying. Yeah. You know, and mm -hmm. there's something embarrassing in, and I understand this person more. I get, I mean, I still would never lie about intake or most things, but I understand them if they have an issue with food, not wanting to admit to that. Yeah. And saying, oh, no, I don't think about this. I, it's fine. You know, because the, I guess it would show more of a vulnerability. Yeah, I, I almost think it's like convincing yourself. Like if I can portray myself this way to other people, then maybe I'll be that way. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was talking about this recently. I can't remember where, but it's it's quite often the people who talk about the fact that they only eat French fries and drink Coke. Yeah. That like then when you sit down to lunch with them, you realize, oh, they're they're actually not really like that. They just 
they talk about it so much as almost like a substitute for doing the eating that they want to be doing. Right. And some um, of them will order it, but they'll have a little bit. Yeah. Or some of them you'll get to lunch with them and, oh, I'm actually not hungry today. And I'm like, is this most days that I'm not with you? Mm-hmm. And there's no way of knowing. And and honestly, there's really no point in trying to figure that out. Right. Because it's not my business. But I that that's the thing that was I was like, why say anything if it's going to be a lie? Don't yeah. tell me about your intake then. And clearly at the time, this made you really, really infuriated. So mad. And it also made you feel like you were fat, which is so sad, Remy. I mean, one of the things in here is my goals. Oh, God. <laughs> TW, TW, TW. Well, some of them are nice. Oh, yeah? Read a book a week, non-school. <laughs> Get down to, trigger warning, 102 pounds. So 25 pounds you wanted to lose. Yeah. Um, get a boyfriend or stop caring about men altogether. I've done both. Thank you. Retweet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's one I can get down with. Um, become healthier slash more fit. Run a mile in under eight minutes. LOL. <laughs> <And> my dreams. <laughs> Act in something credible. I did that. Um, write a book. Do stand up. I've done stand up. Wow. Yeah. Um, find a job slash internship that I actually like. I did that. Woo-hoo! Cool. Oh, hell yeah. Here Give me some are. skin. Learn Italian. Did that for a little bit. Learn how to cook well. Still working on it. Mm. Thank Not you. Not all goals can be achieved. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. HelloFresh, for this continuation Truly. of my journey. Truly. Um, do something charitable and then expand to other schools that were in the area. And skydive, which I did. Oh, yeah. I, God, I always forget you skydive because that's so wild to me. Um, (laughs) no, but that's, you need to, when you're uh, making a list of goals, you need to cast a wide net because you're not going to hit every single one of them. So just the fact that you hit even some of them. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, is the ones that I did hit were worth hitting. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that I never got down to 102 is actually wonderful. It is because you would not have been happy. No. Getting down to the, I mean, first of all, I mean, I mean, it's my Barbie on a sleepover. Yeah, like <laughs> it shouldn't be lost on us though that you are so tiny and like losing 25 pounds for you would be incredibly difficult. Yeah. Um it's just harder. It's it's hard on a small frame to lose that much weight. Yeah. Um and it makes me sad that you felt in college like you needed to lose that much weight. I know that like there was a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of different things at play. Yeah. Stuff in your relationships yeah. that made you insecure. Yeah. I am just happy that you don't feel that way anymore. I know that same. I know the, sometimes like, you struggle, but yeah, no, this is the first time in my life that I'm not trying to shrink and I'm not thinking about it. Like we, I think at the beginning of the podcast, we were talking about how I would think about food in my body for eight hours a day. Like it's maybe like one hour a day it, at this point, huge improvement, which I was initially scared to do DST because I was like, we're just going to be talking about bodies and food even more. Like, I don't want to like, we've really hammered it into my head. Like, this is not necessary. And I feel like at so many points in time, and I think a lot of people will relate to this, you look back at your younger self and you go, oh, I wish I knew I was as cute as I as I was then. I thought I was so gross then. you know, like Mm -hmm. in college, I wish I was what it looked like in high school. In high school, I wish I looked like what I did in middle school. And it's like, right now, I just feel like, okay, good. This is what I look like. And and that's what's meant to be. 
And I think you also have enough going on in your life that you know what's actually important and what actually will improve your life. Like mm. losing weight isn't really going to improve your life. No. You know, it, it's it's a huge fantasy that has been sold to us that if we could just get smaller, then everything in our life will fall into place when really it's not true at all. And some of us have to learn that the hard way, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'm. I'm so glad for you, and um, I need to hear more of these diary entries. But we will visit them. Yeah, on we'll a do different more episode. traumatic episodes <laughs> on an, on a less traumatic day. Thank you for sharing. The, I, I Thank love, you for letting me share. I love hearing people's diary styles. Like I love when p- people talk directly to their diaries. It's so good. Oh, the beginning of this book is so funny. <laughs> it's dear diary, how are you? Oh, you're a book. Cool. <laughs> You know, college Remy had jokes, just like current day Remy had jokes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Should we get into today's Dear DST? Yes. Would you like me to read it? Sure. Okay, here I go. Dear DST, I'm writing because I have been invited to a weekend-long bachelorette party in the Bahamas, and for various reasons, I'm really anxious about attending. The bride is a close friend of mine, and I would love to celebrate with her. However, a lot of her other friends can be a bit toxic when it comes to discussions about bodies. I don't feel great about my body right now, and I find it very triggering to be around friends who always say things like, wow, you look so skinny, or discussing what they can and can't eat before a beach day, etc. It also feels just plain cruel to have a beach trip in the middle of January, just weeks after Thanksgiving and Christmas, when I will be my most pale and most soft all year. I feel guilty for even letting myself think this way, but I can't help it. The thought of being stuck on a beach with diet-obsessed girls feels very threatening to me. What should I do and or what would you do? Sincerely, not ready for another bikini season betch. Oh, not oh. ready for another bikini season betch. I we hear you. We know this struggle well. <laughs> we do. Um, it wasn't that long ago that you had a similar yep. issue yeah. um, with a bachelorette party Exactly. Um, and I have felt this way before going on trips before. Before I say anything, I want to be the first person to tell you you don't have to go. You really don't. Like sometimes when we get invited to these things, it can seem like, oh, it, it it's a slap in the face for me to say no because mm. they're the bride and the bride needs her bachelorette party. In 20 years, no one's going to remember the fucking bachelorette party. We're not like you're not. You're going to go to the wedding and that's what they're going to remember. You'll be there for the couple on their day. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying don't go, but I'm saying if you really don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't have to. You can say no. And you don't have to say the real reason. You could say, hey, um, you know, I, I have other travel planned or, or uh, this. this <laughs> no, holiday. don't say that. I actually had that situation a couple months ago where I was invited to a bachelorette party and um, it was a couple months away. And this never happens to me, but for some reason this fall, 
I've just been traveling a lot, yeah. which is weird. I never travel. So even though I could afford it and even though I did have that weekend free, it was just really overwhelming to me to book another trip. Sure. And um, and I hadn't budgeted for it and whatever. So I, I, I had to decline. And I told the bride, listen, I, I just, I didn't budget for this. And I have a lot of other travel booked and it's, I'm not going to be able to make it. She was totally fine with it. I, people are more understanding than yeah. you might think. Unless you've already told them that you're coming, then they get so mad. Well, yeah, that's, it gets a but little that, sticky. But that's what I'm saying. Don't say that you have other travel plans because they'll be like, when did you book this? Um, right. Make no, up no, another I just, lie. I just, I just mean like you know, I, I haven't budgeted for it. I have other things like this for is sure. right after the holidays, and yes. and you know, I think people would be understanding. I'm just saying you don't need to say like that. You don't have to say that the reason is I don't want to be around your bitchy friends in their bikini. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that is the reason, yeah. and it's a totally legit reason, um, because you are going to be like kind of trapped like you are it's only going to be for a couple days but I that can be really triggering especially if you're having body image issues right now Mm -hmm. um so yeah if you don't want to go you do not have to go um and I think like people don't hear that enough that like you can say no you can say no that being said I did not want to go on the bachelorette that I went on because I was just so unhappy with my body at that point and just feeling kind of the same way that I was like, I don't know these girls, but if they are the type to talk about bodies and stuff, I don't know how great I will be at removing myself from the conversation and not letting the conversations affect me. Mm-hmm. You guys can go back to the episodes where we talked about that more in depth, but I don't regret going on that trip at all. No, I had, you had a, a good great time. time. Yeah. It turned out that this group of women ended up being super supportive. There were people who talked about bodies and diets and clothes and food and stuff, but I just would get up from the table if that was a section of the conversation, or I would try to steer the conversation in a different direction. You can bring like little talking points to dinner sometimes, or yeah, just get up from the section of the beach. Like the beaches are long. You can go lie by yourself for a little bit and just decompress and read and listen to music nobody's like keeping tabs on that many people all the time. Right. But yeah, I, I pushed through it and I really am happy that I went. Um, it felt kind of triumphant that I went at such a bad body feeling place. Yeah. Well, it is, it is kind of a challenge and, um, it can like give you a nice little self-esteem boost when you complete a challenge like mm-hmm. that. Like um, I've, I've had that experience going to weddings that I didn't want to go to, like as a plus one mm-hmm. at a wedding that like I was just nervous because I didn't really know anybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thought of having to schmooze with people for hours on end um, really made me nervous. But then afterwards, when, I mean, the anticipation is always worse than the actual event, at yeah. least from my perspective. Um, so then afterwards, it's kind of like a self-esteem boost to be like, I actually can handle so much more than I think mm-hmm. I can. Um, so I think it is good to challenge yourself sometimes. It's really up to you. The, the This part about it being in the middle of January, I kind of agree with you. Totally. I was not battling with post-Christmas, po- like, palest you've ever been. Yeah. Vibe. But you started Pale Girl Summer. How co- Why not Pale Girl Winter? Practice vampiric girl winter. Right. Yeah. Bring some black bathing suits, you know, really pop off with your pale skin. I think this is 
generally an insecurity, I'm talking about the paleness mm -hmm. that we just need to collectively get over as a society because spray tans suck. Mm -hmm. They're expensive and they rub off and they turn your pillows orange. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we don't need any of that shit. You can get a spray tan if that would make you feel more comfortable. You can totally get a spray tan, but also just getting the vitamin D for D's sake. Mm. That'll be great if I you're love coming D out. D for D's sake. D for D's sake. It'll be fun if you're just like in the midst of the winter months. I wanted to ask you this. You watch the current season of Real Housewives in New York. Oh, yeah. There was an episode. About Jenna Lyons tanning. Yes. Yeah. So Jenna Lyons didn't want to go with the girls to, I, I forget where they were going. Anguilla. Anguilla. And... Um, she ended up going a couple days early. Again, I'm not suggesting that you do this. This is like rich people shit. Yeah. But she went a couple days earlier than the rest of the group, and they were kind of pissed at her for not going on the plane with them, which is so stupid. Well, because Erin also made it seem like she only did it because she didn't want to fly first class. Yeah, Erin's a she, little shit talker. She little, like stirred the pot a bit, but Jenna was saying it's because she has a skin condition from a genetic disorder that is her skin's a little blotchier and she didn't want to just, you know, bear it all. So she wanted to get a tan first. Right. Which I found super relatable that particular part, not the wanting to fly first class, which was a secondary reason. You want to, you just don't. Oh no. yeah. I just, uh, I, trust me. I want to, I just don't have it like that, but it was kind of sad to watch just because she was doing her interview. Um, mm -hmm. and she kept saying things like, oh, you know, if I looked like these other women, if I had yeah. perfect skin like them, yeah. I wouldn't be self-conscious. But the, f the fact is, that's not always true. Right. You don't have to necessarily have a skin condition or whatever to feel insecure. Skin condition. <laughs> you know, people feel insecure no matter what. Sometimes people who might look perfect to you actually feel super insecure bearing it all. Yeah. Um, We've talked about being at your quote unquote most perfect looking and feeling the worst in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't just assume that these girls are just like fine. You know, a lot right. of them they might be struggling too. They might That's be struggling. That's why they probably talk about it. Exactly. Like yeah. that. I think their insecurities are coming out with all the diet talk. You want to avoid the diet talk because it's triggering to you. But I think you, you might be actually be coming from the same place. Yeah. So I don't know whether it's like, whether it would be helpful to say, you know, guys, maybe like, let's ease up on the diet talk or I don't know, maybe you could find like a gentle way to say that because, because it only makes us think about it more. Like, let's just try to have fun. Like whether that would be sure. helpful yeah. or like you said, just removing yourself from those conversations or being like, did you guys see Real Housewives this like it, that is yeah. such a unifier amongst friends who don't know each other. Whenever I'm with like a bunch of friends that like have never met or whatever, I just start talking about Bravo and then they are besties. Yeah, it's so true. Bravo brings people together. It really does. And actually on that same note of the whole Jenna Lyons situation, she went to Anguilla with all these fabulous cover-ups, mm -hmm. these robes. I mean, <sighs> I don't want to give off the impression that I'm like, you don't like your body, cover it up. Sure. But like for your own security, sometimes it does feel nice to have a fabulous robe. Why do you or think like, I had a long sleeve bathing suit? There you go. It was like my favorite thing on that trip. But also this is the thing that I did say in that, that episode about the trip. Remove yourself from like you are the main character in your life. But remember that you are not the main character on this trip. Mm. And so 
people like sometimes you'll be out and you're like, no one's taking pictures with me. Take solace in that, you know, <laughs> be like, it's fine. You know, like I don't need to be in this pyramid with the bride on top. If she needs me, I'll be there. But like, it, oh my God, the pyramid. <laughs> it's, it's not essential. And I do think that that's part of why Jenna Lyons was so insecure. She's not an insecure person in general, but like it was the first time she was on a trip with cameras. You know, yeah. like that this was going to be something broadcast. And some people do go on bachelorettes in order to like take pictures and kind of use them for their dating profiles or they want to post them and whatever. And that's fine. But if you are just there to support your friend and be there for her, let that be that. Yeah. And I think we said this in that episode as well. Be the camera guy. Oh, my God. Everybody will love you. Everyone loves you. You're getting all the right angles. Like, do a good job. Like, mm -hmm. take your job seriously. Mm -hmm. And that is a great way to make friends. And once again, maybe you don't want to be friends with these people, but you can be friendly with them for two days or three days, however long it is. For sure. So completely up to you. But I do think you can handle it. If you do want to go, I, I think you can handle more than you think you can. Yeah. And if you are not ready for another bikini season, Betch... Buy a long-sleeved one-piece. Yeah, sporty. It's actually very in style. Yeah, it ended up raining one day. I just was walking around in my long-sleeved one-piece. Yeah, I mean, I love a good rash guard. It's just a cool look. Mm -hmm. And once again, I'm not telling you you have to cover up, but if something makes you feel a little more comfortable, I think it's worth doing, you know? Yeah. For a quick fix. You're not going to fix your insecurities in time for this January trip. Mm-hmm. But you can fix, you know, feeling uncomfortable totally. for two days. I will say, too, like Rayanne talked about, she likes to wear her skimpiest bathing suit sometimes. Mm. Pack some of those. Pack a what variety. What if you end up feeling so hot? Lean in. Yeah. Pa pack a little variety and then you can mix and match and just try to have a good time with it. I know it can be hard sometimes. It's it's like also, it's generally hard being around a group of people that like you're not Super tight with. Yeah, like, and this is why, like, bachelorette party trips, maybe some people like them. I think they suck because I think usually it's, like, it's a group of people who need to rally for the bride who don't normally hang out. Yeah. Um, and that can just be, like, a little uncomfortable. But talk about Bravo. Talk, talk about, about Bravo. water cooler conversations. Anything that's big in in media at talk that point. Jewel. Talk, talk about Jewel. Listen to the last episode with Jewel and talk about Jewel and uh, and mental health. You know, like that's actually a good a good tip. Like <laughs> bring bring a book or a podcast mm -hmm. or something. And when there's a lull in the conversation, you can be like, guys, you should listen to this podcast or like read this book. Read Britney's memoir. They've all read Britney's memoir. <laughs> I just realized all these girls yeah. have read The Woman in Me. So talk about The Woman in Me. Can you believe that so many people shamed her for her body? And then they would be like, oh. <laughs> and that's exactly how it's going to go down. Thank you so much for writing to us and uh, enjoy your holiday season. Don't let this whole thing cloud it. Yeah. You'll do what's right for you. That is it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Yes, and follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. And follow me at Lubination. Follow me at Remy Casimir. And of course, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. 
Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.